Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. This show is not like any other show out there. We tell the truth. No one controls what we say, and we're on a mission to expose what is going on in government on both sides of the aisle and in between. I have different co-hosts every day. We have over 400 guests a year, from politicians to authors to scientists to health experts. We have it all. And we're here to get the story right. It's time to save this country. And it all starts with being educated in principles, the Constitution, and an understanding of the proper role of government. Are you ready? Let's do this. By the way, you can go to katedallyradio.com for more podcasts of the show. And thanks for listening in. Changing the world one life at a time. Scientific research has shown that many cancers and lifestyle diseases can be prevented with a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. This prevention comes from the phytochemicals in the plants. They fight against oxidants that damage the cell's DNA, causing mutations that lead to disease. In my lab, I've seen the immune response increase, I've seen your DNA repair capacity increase, and I've seen DNA protection. As a scientist, I know the balance of nature works. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Receive 25% off your first preferred purchase of Balance of Nature. Plus, get a set of convenient travel bottles containing a free additional week's supply of Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies. With these discounts, you will still receive free shipping on every order. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Well, sometimes I go out by myself and I look across the water. And I think of all the things, what you're doing. And in my head, I paint a picture. Hi there. Welcome back. You're listening to the Kate Daly Show. I'm so glad you are. I've got Uncle Milty with me. Open phone lines, 888-673-1450, as we uh, uh, start to embark on closing the show up for Monday. Um, You can call up. Let us know what's on your mind. Um, We were kind of going through some of these headlines, some of these lessons that need to be learned, and and some of these things that really do, they need to be talked about, um, and and. They are rarely talked about. Usually everybody goes for that low-hanging fruit. What's in the you know headline of the mainstream? And we tend to go off the beaten path a little bit on this show. But I like that. Yeah. About what we get to do. Bringing attention to those kinds of things that need to be, need to be talked about. Have you noticed in the last couple years how a lot of what comes out of the BBC... Mm-hmm ends up happening here within a short period yeah, of time. Yeah, scary. Very scary. And I will admit, yes, yes, yes. That is a that is something I'm always keeping my eye on because um we tend to, we we do tend to get hit with uh, BBC stuff within a couple of years it seems like. Just as stuff hits California and the coasts, New York, then it kind of permeates across the rest of the United States mm-hmm. inward. But the BBC just released a, a series of educational videos targeting school-aged kids ages 9 to 12. Well, nine that's, to 12. that's right where you want to get that's them. That's right where you, yeah, you've got a very naive little group of little mm-hmm. kids who will sponge anything you give them, right? So the network instructs kids that there are more than 100 gender identities. More than 100. Now, I can name two. <laughs> <laughs> How many can you name, Uncle Milty? I can name two. Hmm. Wonder where they're getting a hundred. I can't imagine. If but you, you know what? What was up? 
if you don't understand where they're getting more than two, it's just because you don't know any better yet. <laughs> That's what they're telling the kids. <laughs> they're saying if you disagree with us, it's because you just aren't smart enough. Yeah. You just don't know any better. So the video features all these young kids asking questions to teachers on a variety of subjects, including human sexuality, gender, and relationships. Because I know at nine, they put away the Barbies, I guess, and this is what they're so inquisitive about. But, you know... I'm sorry, but I don't, I, I just spent the weekend with some, uh, some little kids in my own family and nieces and nephews. And let me just tell you, that isn't what's on their mind all the time. Human sexuality, not 24 seven. I'm no. sorry. Sorry. You can't sell me on that. Um, one titled, uh, one episode, and they are those ages, one episode titled, uh, understanding sexual and gender, gender identities, um, says gender is not a biological as, uh, assignment but rather reflects who you are inside. Oh, the old I think I'm a girl routine. (laughs) I can look down and tell you I'm a girl. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I don't really have to look inward. Um, But uh, there are so many gender identities that that one teacher tells the young kids, and, you know, they say it in a voice like this, which means Mm. they really know what they're talking about. So she says, so we know we've got male and female. Isn't it funny how they allude to the two? But she says, but there are over 100, if not more, gender identities now, noting that you've got some people who might call themselves genderqueer, who are just like, I don't really want to be anything in particular, so I'm going to just be me. You know, a very lost me, but a me. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. And if that isn't bad enough, Uh they bring actual people in. Mm -hmm. In one video, they bring in this person named Leo Lardy. A transgender (laughs) activist born female, Mm -hmm. but who now identifies as male, who then explains to the children all about her transition from female to male, including talk about her genitalia. Her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. her. But he's a Mm -hmm. he now. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Also tells the children the only way to happiness for her was to... Be true about who I was and let other people in on this. You know, it's funny when they say to be my truth or be true about who I am is usually them talking about how lost they are. Yes. But they won't say that. They say they're being true to who they are, but they're, they don't know who they are. And that's why they had to go search for who they are. Does that make sense to anybody? Just wanted to run that by somebody. You don't know who you are, so you have to go quest for it. Yet... Somehow, some way, that's the truth of who you are. I just think you're lost. Now, here's one, though, that I think a lot of people would agree with. What's up? In one episode, the Mm -hmm. teacher who is married to someone of the same sex, Mm -hmm. she suggests to the children that you might be gay if you like someone of the same sex in a little slightly different way than you normally do your friends. So that means you're gay? If yeah. you actually have like a kind if of a you have a best friend, oh that best gosh. friend could mean you're gay. I weep for our youth. I do. I, They're I, screwing their heads up so bad. I know. This has got to be so confusing. You know, it's one thing to have to tolerate stuff like this. It's another to champion it. This is why you probably won't see me being manipulated into the fact that or being told, Kate, you just don't love enough. Just like these people are telling the kids, you just don't know enough. And then the LGBTQ says, you just don't you just don't love enough, Kate. If you were a loving person, 
you'd be behind what we're behind. But because you're not down at this march and because you're not backing this political arm of this group, this LGBTQ, if you're not if you're not behind this, okay, this movement, that just means that you don't have a big enough heart. You just can't love enough. You need to be more loving. And if you were loving, you'd be behind us. You'd be saying there's a hundred genders. You'd be saying that we're just finding ourselves and being true to ourselves. You would be behind us. Just because I have to tolerate this in this world does not mean I champion it. Sorry. It's a huge difference for me. And I'm not going to be manipulated into championing this kind of crazy, insane um, kind of talk about who we're supposed to be. And how we're supposed to look at life. I, I'm sorry. There's two genders. Figure yep. out which one you are. Just look down. You'll find out real quick what you are. Now, even though we don't hear much about the opposition to this type of education, mm-hmm. there is a, an outfit called Transgender Trend. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a gal named Stephanie Davies Arai, Arai mm-hmm. or something. Anyway, she says... People are free to identify as anything they like, but it does not change the reality that there are only two sexes. Yep. And now we use the word identify. I identify as something. Identify. No, I just am. I just am. I don't have to identify as as that. I just am that. We're making this so confusing. We're creating so many lost kids right now that don't know. What sexuality is. Human sexuality means that you could see something sexual and have a reaction to it. Doesn't matter what it is. We're just wired that way. We have we have come to a point where we've where we've actually kind of said, oh, you know, um, you know, porn is porn and hopefully you won't get too far into it. Um, we've actually kind of lowered the standard on a lot of things like that to incorporate them into into our vernacular, into everything that we talk about, discuss, see um, part of part of the, the, the nature of growing up now. And now we're telling kids you might have a best friend that you have a special bond with. And because you have a special bond with that person, you might be gay. Yeah. Talk about confusing the hell out of these kids. I feel sad for the youth today. I really do. It's got to be so confusing. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's important that we be an inclusive, <laughs> loving, caring society, Kate. Well, like like I said, because I have to tolerate this going on, I have to tolerate people that think this way, that want to screw kids up, I also don't have to champion it to show how big my heart is, okay? Now they're confusing the word love. Love is this movement, right? That's what you're going to see above the rainbow signs. It's love is anything transgender, anything queer, anything gay. That that's the equivalent of love in this country. I'm sorry it is not. It is not. I know how to love just fine. Just fine. And you know what? There's two genders. You're either one or the other, and I get that a couple in in society might be might have a disorder that might confuse that, but they are so few and far between mm-hmm. um, that it's so rare that you could probably get stuck by lightning, right? Struck by lightning sure. twenty times before you're going to have that sort of impairment, that sort of problem in your life. Unless, of course, starting right. at about nine years of age, you're taught to be that exactly, way. and this is what they're doing. This is what they're doing. It's called the big talk. 
and they said that they that these 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 educators over at the BBC were telling people that they could be jailed. They could be jailed if they are found to be disrespecting or being hateful to people because of the difference that a person perceives. Do you know what? It isn't being hateful if you don't champion a cause. That's right. I'm not hateful. I just don't champion what they're about because it's nonsense. It's crazy. And they're letting the youth become crazy in the thought of, of, of losing themselves to what, what they think they might be. I don't have to champion that. That does not make me a hater. It makes me somebody that doesn't champion their cause. That's all that is. I think it's actually gotten beyond that. What's I think that? it's gotten to the point where some children are at the point now where they don't think they're normal if they're not thinking they're homosexual or transgender. Right. right. Oh, my gosh. So true. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. So what you're telling me is mm-hmm. that if... The police arrest the mass murderer, but the mass murderer says, I identify with a normal person who doesn't murder anybody. Right. Then that police officer could be jailed because they're not being apathetic to the person who identifies as not being a mass murderer. Yeah, but don't bring logic into this because they're really busy <laughs> screwing with our kids. <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they're making our kids so lost now that it's pathetic and you can't bring any logic into this because these people don't want logic. They want to screw kids up. They do. That's yep. their goal. Well, it's, it, yeah, it's just frightening because, again, they're opening a door where anybody could be anything irrationally, you know, pseudo logic bunk. Yeah. And, and go in front of a court of law and say, well, just because you don't feel the way that I mm-hmm. feel then you're the one who needs to be behind bars, not me. Yep, and then combine that with the, the, there was a huge article about the fact that kids are being so screwed up with drugs right now, and they're going off-label drugs in particular right now. You screw up the amount of drugs the kids take, the kids take with this kind of nonsense. Mm. What are you going to oh, have exactly. What are you going to have at 25? <laughs> well, well here, here's the, the dilemma, and, and in the arena that I work, um, and I see so many people who have mental illness, and that mental illness has been kicked off by an episode of drugs. Mm-hmm. And that drug can only, you know, be alcohol. That drug can only be marijuana. It changes the DNA in a human forever. Right. And it scientifically has been proven that it takes seven generations for that DNA mm-hmm. mutation to come out of that lineage. Wow. So, so what we're doing right now in our, in our country to our youth by allowing them to have legalized marijuana, oh, isn't it so wonderful, is we are setting ourselves up for generations that will not be able to govern. Yep. 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 It's so true. And so stuck on their quest to find themselves that they never develop yeah. themselves into a human being that, that, that is an educated human being when it comes to the things that count. They're so busy trying to find. You don't find yourself. You create who you are. <laughs> so what are they doing? Screwing with them at a young age so they create this kind of nonsense in their life. They're not addressing the one person that could possibly even have this sort of disorder. They're making it so that all the kids have a disorder. And this is what's so well, scary. Exactly. But they're doing it because they want to rule over them. Uh-huh. They want to enslave them. They want them to constantly be yep. a, be saying, you know, I just can't figure this out. And so I'm yep. 
in the flint, and I'm going to float, and I will not make connections mm-hmm. with other people. I will not get married. I will not have children because they want to control. They want to enslave. Yep. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Love the phone call. That's the key word, enslave. It does. It enslaves us. Um, it enslaves us to think very inward. You don't think about anybody else but your sexuality, mm-hmm. to be very focused and centered on that when you weren't, when you probably weren't going to be. And they're doing it young, 9 to 12. So these are these kinds of talks that 9 to 12-year-olds are getting across the pond. We don't think that this isn't here. This is here. <laughs> well, they're getting those talks here, too. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that so far they can't actually put you in prison here for saying something. Right. You right. Know? But they're trying. They're trying. <laughs> Screw up that whole generation, and that's pretty much the goal. And by the way, stop telling me I don't love... I know how to love. I just don't champion your cause. Sorry. I don't champion the things that go against my value system. You know? I just can't. I just can't do that. Sorry. Um, and, uh, And common sense and logic. Thank you for listening today. Everybody have a great night. Go spend some time with your families. Thank you, Uncle Milty. You're welcome, Kate. Be faithful. Be fearless. See you here tomorrow. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. Can I say something about the product? Yeah, of course. It's changed my life. (laughs) I'm 86 and my husband has Alzheimer's and taking care of him was just killing me. And then I heard on the radio all about Balance of Nature and how it would increase my energy. It's increased my brain. It's just, thank you, thank you, thank you. It changed my life. Give me hope, and I appreciate your help. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Receive 25% off your first preferred purchase of Balance of Nature. Plus, get a set of convenient travel bottles containing a free additional week's supply of Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies. With these discounts, you will still receive free shipping on every order. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Flash that fragile smile You might think it's foolish What you put me through You might think, you might think I'm crazy All I want, all I want is you Ah, a little cars for you. Rick Ocasa dead at 75. Can't believe it. Um, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. And, of course, uh, get to the website, katedalyradio.com. On Twitter, it's uh, the Kate Daly Show. On Facebook, it's the Kate Daly Show. Uh, you can email us as well, kate at katedalyradio.com. Make sure you get over to Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature is a fantastic supplement that I've been taking. So is my husband. We absolutely love this. You're going to need a supplement. You need one right now, actually. Make sure that you are getting enough fruits and vegetables in your diet. And you can actually take these, which are dehydrated down. It is the best line I've ever found as far as being a very, very complete product. It also has a fiber drink that's amazing that keeps your blood sugar down. You will feel better. You will feel healthier. And you will be healthier. Make sure that you're getting this as we go into the fall and, and winter, of course. Uh, I'm would. Uh, i actually not for the flu shot. I would actually get uh, my immune system built up if I were you, since the flu shot really can't do much. And I don't like, the, I don't like how they're doing it anyway, shoving it in everybody's face. So I'm actually for this. I really do like... Uh, 
Balance of Nature. You can get 35% off by going to balanceofnature.com and putting in the code Kate. I welcome back Dr. Duke Pest of the Dr. Duke Show. It actually plays live on my Facebook show on Thursday nights. You can catch it right after this show. And uh, you can just go right on Facebook and and, uh, tune in right there live on Facebook. And then I've got Uncle Milty. And uh, it's always fun. You can call up too. 888-673-1450. We are live right now. And uh, Dr. Duke, um, I want to talk just a little bit more about about this Kavanaugh uh, situation, the media Kavanaugh, because if it wasn't for the it wasn't for the New York Times, which is bought and sold and our media, this would be a non-story. But this is a story and they keep shoving it in our faces every five seconds with Kavanaugh. Yeah, and I think the bigger story here behind all of this is the is the sacred nature of abortion to progressives. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a parallel story in the news that no, it's not getting a lot of press because it would make the Planned Parenthood look bad. There are actually two stories. Okay. One is we're finding an abortionist doctor who just died with thousands of unborn babies mm-hmm. in his uh uh, living quarters that he'd been marshalling Ugh. and say very gruesome. Uh, that, but there, that and then the former president, of, the former leader of, of Planned Parenthood, Lena Wen, who is a remarkable doctor, uh, an interesting woman, uh, but she's completely wrong about abortion, big pro-abortion advocate. Well, she ends up, we find out now that some of the documents in the separation between Lena Wen and Planned Parenthood uh, she argues that they are holding her hostage, that they are not providing her the, the health care mm-hmm. uh, that they had planned her since they separated with her. And her argument now has been made public. Lena Wen says that the reason she was driven from Planned Parenthood is because she was all about women's health, that she wanted the focus to be exclusively on women's health. In her mind, mm-hmm. that included abortion, but she wanted it on women's health. And the board of directors at Planned Parenthood r- did not want the emphasis to be on broad, broadly on women's health. They wanted it to be on the expansion of abortion rights and the protection of radical late-term abortion policies. And so she left. Somebody like uh, Lena Wen, who is pro-abortion in every way, who is actually pregnant now herself, who was not progressive enough for Planned Parenthood in their abortion mongering. So when you think wow. about what's going on with Planned Parenthood and you think about the the black eye that abortion has begun to take across the country, uh, you have some states that are restricting it, restricting it, restricting it, uh, but no state has banned it. Meanwhile, you've got states like New York who are basically allowing abortion up until the moment of the baby's being born. And I think the obvious brutality of this, look, there's a reason, guys, mm-hmm. that on the Democrat stage, a Democrat debate stage last week, abortion never came up, mm-hmm. almost never came up. Yep. They don't want to go there. They know the American people aren't on their side. And so I think the Kavanaugh attack, and Molly Hemingway points this out in her book, that the, the, in her mind, the Kavanaugh attacks and the new Kavanaugh attacks are all about protecting abortion. Uh, you're you're going to try to dis- to uh, uh, hide and provide cover for the radical nature of a- abortion, the turn left in abortion in this country, by going after Kavanaugh. You make it a woman's rights issue, right? Mm-hmm. That um, and meanwhile, if we can weaken Kavanaugh, if not, maybe if we can, maybe we won't be able to impeach him. Maybe he, we won't even be able to force him to resign. But we're going to utterly cripple him. So that any abortion case that comes before the Supreme Court, we're going to demand he recuse himself. We're going to try to force him not to vote. Hmm. 
Which, you know, it's it's kind of an interesting thing because I don't ever see the Supreme Court doing doing anything about that because, of course, it's the states that can step up. It's the states that can strengthen their laws. It's the states that can say, no, there is there is no such thing as a federal law, only a federal opinion. And I think some, we're so confused by that. The left is obviously confused by this notion because they don't understand the power that the Supreme Court actually doesn't have. If the states knew their power... The states would be working very, very hard to make sure that the state was not in favor of any of these things. That would that would take away the power of what's even going on as they go after Kavanaugh. You would think so, but it's not just the progressive left who's got the fantasy here. How many judges across the country, when states have even, a try, have even tried to implement mm-hmm. modest restrictions on abortion, how many federal judges have used the decision in Roe versus yes. Wade to stop states from doing that? No, it's true. That's that's absolutely true. Let's take a let's take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You're on with Dr. Duke Pesta. Go right ahead. Uh, yes, I'd just like to, to uh, follow up on the point the professor made. Uh, I don't know if either of you uh, three have uh, seen the movie Unplanned, mm-hmm. but oh, yeah. that was the central point of that uh, movie. Uh, the the woman who uh, the protagonist. Um, mm-hmm. That was the reason she left Planned Parenthood, or had the big dust up with Planned Parenthood, was over the very thing that this president is, is talking about uh, with, with Planned Parenthood's major focus. In the movie, their major focus wasn't women's health. It was treating abortion mm-hmm. as a business, Outing and that it. was really the, yeah. the, the impetus of it. Did yes. you see that movie, Kate? Yes. Did you, Professor yes. or Milky? Did yep. any of you see I that saw movie, it. Unplanned? Everybody, I think, saw it here, and uh, yes, well, right? Am I right here? Yeah. Am, oh, am yeah. I right? Is that the right parallel there? I mean, this is exactly the same thing? Yes. Thank you for that. I'll have him answer that. Thank you. Go right ahead, Dr. Pesta. Absolutely. It's a great point. I mean, I mean, there's so many other ways I can think of, too, where abortion is is being um, exposed for what it is. Mm-hmm. One of the lamest things in America today is they're trotting out these so-called Christian abortionists now, right? right. These doctors who are arguing. This is a, a Soviet tactic, right? Mm-hmm. You're, argue, you're not even pretending anymore that what you're doing is not brutal and murderous and vicious. You're just arguing it's being done for love, right? You had Pete Buttigieg. Uh, St. Pete, they call him because he's gay, he's he's pro-late-term abortion, he's gay, he's anti-individual rights, and yet this guy keeps attacking Christianity for being closed-minded. His kind of Christianity, right? Mm -hmm. Basically, Christianity with no morals or ethics is the kind of Christianity that we should all practice. And he's actually citing the Bible very vaguely and without any specific follow-up. He's citing the Bible as, as... proof positive that abortion is a, a woman's absolute right and that God smiles on abortions. You see the the um, the radical lengths and, and movies like Planned Parent movies like Unplanned mm-hmm. expose this. Mm-hmm. What's going on in abortion clinics exposes this. What's going on in Planned Parenthood expo- exposes this. What they're doing to Brett Kavanaugh. I'm almost 100% convinced that if Brett Kavanaugh were not a Catholic mm-hmm. and had not ruled in favor of pro-life issues in the past, if he were just another uh, John Roberts, for instance, uh, kind of squishy, squashy, he gets to gets to Washington and immediately starts siding with the liberals. I don't think this would be an issue, uh, but but the, it's the abortion thing that seems yep. to be That's the, the number one issue. Yep. Yep. There are right now five cases in the circuit courts mm-hmm. that they believe have a chance of making it to the Supreme Court of the five, four of them. Uh, one of the parties is named as Planned Parenthood. 
So uh, there is an issue coming. Yeah. And there's been a lot of hope, hasn't there? I mean, this is the year of exposing Planned Parenthood like no other. I think that that part's been great. I think it is. And I think that the younger generation of voters, the otherwise largely apathetic and alarmingly ignorant, really young kids that are graduating from colleges, they, they've soaked up all the liberalism when it comes to confiscating guns, destroying mm-hmm. free speech, socialism. Mm-hmm. But they seem to be more sympathetic to unborn babies yeah. than, say, the generation before them do. And so that's having, having a movement as well. And so, yeah, the writing's on the wall. And you said something else really important, Kate, that, you mm-hmm. know, there is no federal law technically mm-hmm. per- right. uh, mandating abortion. Uh, but I think the progressive left knows that if they leave this to the states, at least 25 to 27 states aren't going to go their way. Mm. And states now, when one states get moving and they recognize that they can have this happen. That's why places like New York are rushing to codify in state law. Mm-hmm. The murder of children, even in the process of being born. And then we've got those other stories. I forget what it was. It was another story that was in the news just last week about um, a young baby. I think it was Chicago. I think it was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. A baby was born. It, it survived an abortion procedure. And they stuck it in a dusty linen closet uh, and just let it quietly close the door and waited for it to die. Uh, this kind of stuff. It, 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 the American people are not this callow. Mm-mm. No. And uh, and it's starting to crack and we're starting to see the evidence of that. And they're really shooting themselves in the foot. When we go to replace Ginsburg, what are they going to do with the next pro-life judge that comes in? They've got guns a blazing on Kavanaugh. What comes after that? What, how do they how do they go back and do the same kind of nonsense again? I mean, they they won't be able to. The people are getting tired well, of it. And let me throw this out to everybody out there. You know, I realize that Donald Trump has alienated some people. And I, somebody, I don't know who I was watching on TV last week, but they made a good point that um, Donald Trump is actually, his policies and the, the successes he had, mm-hmm. many people are willing to go along with him if he would just put down the phone, right? Mm-hmm. Just put down the phone. I'm not, I, I don't think he's capable of doing it. But imagine to everybody out there, when we have this election in 2020, this is a, somebody's going to be replacing Ruth Bader Ginsburg. If it's not Donald Trump, right. it's going to be somebody like Elizabeth. Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. And do you, a lot of people voted for Trump just because of the courts. And, you know, you got to give the guy credit. Mm -hmm. He got, he got Kavanaugh through despite the left coming from him. Mm -hmm. And what he celebrated this weekend, over 150 judges he had placed all across this country who are going to be there from anywhere from 10 to 40 years impacting culture. Wow. Yeah, that's huge. It's huge. That's, that is huge. And so I'm just I'm just wondering what what they have left in their arsenal, because they're making themselves sound so ridiculous, the left, that if they try to do this again to the next candidate and go back to what, you know, back in elementary school, they did something. Uh, I mean, what do they, what do they have uh, next? When Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies uh-huh. and if there is a Republican replacing her, mm-hmm. you're going to get everything you're going to get the whole nine yards there will be nothing they stop short of it's going to be disastrous for them i think ultimately but they're going to go after this is why i think trump did one thing Mm -hmm. Uh, everybody was talking about when kavanaugh got the nomination everybody was talking about a couple of really high-powered conservative females Mm -hmm. being nominated and i remember trump kind of signaling that that would that i have to save the female conservative judge to replace ginsburg and i think he's right yeah he he took gambit he got kavanaugh on Mm -hmm. now if if trump does get the shot at this he'll nominate i think a very conservative female maybe even a minority female who is going to really make it hard for the left to fight her 
That's yep. true. That's true. And he had he had one in the last uh, go round too. So it should be interesting right. to see if he props her up again. But this this will get interesting on the on the court uh, circuit. We'll have to keep a, a, a pretty strong eye on this. Well, yeah. With without getting a more constitutional ju- uh, federal court mm-hmm. judiciary, we don't have a prayer of turning things around. Mm-hmm. Now, how much of Trump's uh, uh, major agenda has been blocked by federal judges? Even after the Supreme Court smacked down a federal judge, mm-hmm. another federal judge <laughs> blocked some immigration policy. Yep. Yep. They're, they're, they're like the media. They're doing it whether they have the law on their side or yep. not. Yep. And then as we keep going into uh, partisan uh, issues on the Supreme Court, I mean, you look at you look at the court right now. Look at John Roberts, like you said, so squishy, so squishy. He just a leftist now. But uh, just kind of amazing how they turn to be right back on the Kate Daly show.